1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Lockdown Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bob, right, dude, we do so many of these. I got to do different opens. Welcome to Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown podcast. I'm going to sound like a robot. Uh, follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. We've got an interesting podcast for you today. Chandler Jones goes cryptic. Uh, doesn't seem like the dude that would do that on Twitter. Bo was right on it from the Lockdown Cardinals Twitter page at Lockdown AZ Cards, quote tweeting it with the question mark emoji. Um, We're going to talk about that. Cody Rourke, you know him from Locked On Broncos. You see him on Sundays uh, when he and Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints do their Locked On Live Sunday mornings. And uh, he's also part of the Pro Football Network who put out their top 100 players ahead of the 2021 season. The top 50 have been revealed. We have inside sources, so we know what other players from 1 to 50 are going to be deemed Arizona Cardinals. So we'll get him in about five minutes. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football. Winning your league starts with the right data. And Vinny Iyer, Vinnie Iyer is one of the best in the business. He's of the sporting news. He provides you edge you need in your fantasy football leagues because drafts are coming up. Locked on fantasy football is a daily podcast all year round. So your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. Bo. Chandler Jones has been an interesting topic during the off season, not necessarily mm-hmm. a point of contention because by all accounts, he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal and we'll see what happens next year. He's obviously going to improve upon his one sack total from last year through five games. And with JJ Watt here should help a little bit more uh, to spring him to get behind and maul some quarterbacks for the opposing teams. But he took to Twitter yesterday and there's a couple favorites from you know athletes, people in the media, people in the media that have big Twitter followings. It's like snakes in the grass was was a big one for a while, and then now you know rap lyrics or, or musical lyrics are a thing now. They're like, oh, this pertains. I'm going to pop this out. Where did Chandler Jones go yesterday with his pseudo cryptic tweet? And what did you think about it initially?
0: Uh, what I thought about it initially was, thank goodness I had the locked on Cardinals. Uh, Twitter account because I'm blocked by Chandler Jones for oh, some right. I have no idea. I'm blocked. You blo- loser. I've never said anything. Uh, and there's been no Chandler Jones slander in my life and, and I was blocked. Uh, but uh, he tweeted out yesterday as I was on the show account and said, I'm off to better things. And uh, Chuck Harris actually pointed out that those were rap lyrics. And if you look down kind of the tweet here, Chase Edmonds, I couldn't sound any whiter, by the way. But Chase Edmonds says, only doing blank that's gonna make me elevate. And it's a song by Coy LeRae, and it's uh it's just a rap song. So I don't know what you want to make out of it. I feel like Chandler Jones is just kind of I feel like he stirs the pot a little bit. I'm I'm not gonna be a, a completely oblivious and think that this isn't him having a little bit of fun and he's just, you know, harmlessly tweeting out rap lyrics because look, I mean, it is he's going into a contract season. He's coming off of a a season that was just ended by injury. He had the one sack, as you mentioned, and he's just kind of, there's a lot of gray area, even though Chandler Jones obviously believes in himself, but he's, he's from a very polarizing family. I mean, his brother's John Bones Jones. He's probably talk about one of the more like embattled athletes of, you know, the last 10 years, John Bones Jones is that, that's his brother. Uh, So Chandler Jones is probably no stranger to controversy, I think he just kind of he's keeping things, keeping people on his on their toes. But you know, I'm in the camp where I believe Chandler Jones is going to play for the Cardinals. He's going to play pretty well, and then you're just going to be in a spot to figure out a guy who's going to be 31 going on what 32.
1: That's what, what comes do out you do? 31.
0: Yep. What do you do after? How do you sign that guy? What's his market look like uh, once the money comes back next year for the NFL?
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that we hope doesn't happen is his name becomes a hot topic around the trade deadline during the 2021 season because that means the Cardinals aren't playing well. That means that Cliff Kingsbury may no longer be the head coach. That is the Armageddon situation that the Cardinals need to avoid, starting two and five and having Cliff Kingsbury being fired midway through Kyler Murray's third year of his rookie-scale contract. And obviously one, both of those will go hand-in-hand. Hand. We're hoping neither of those things will happen. We don't think either of those things will happen. But Chandler Jones' timeline this offseason has been interesting. He's kind of been vacant. And then you saw the video with him and J.J. Watt hugging it out uh, in the, you, you know, on the, at the facility. It's like, was that staged? Whatever. And then you see a picture of him and J.J. Watt, and you're like, okay, cool. You know, this should be fine. This is a lot of just grand gesturing with maybe somebody that wants a new contract. Obviously, what he's making is less than what edge rushers are making now just due to inflation and, and, and heightened salary cap. But it's going to come down to his play on the field this year. It's going to be cut and dry. Chandler. Twelve sacks. You stay with the Cardinals. Chandler, eight sacks, and showing a, a, a um, you know, just a weakening of your burst. We're going to have an awkward conversation. We've had a Larry Fitzgerald awkward conversation this week. We may have that conversation with Chandler Jones come the end of the twenty twenty one season. But at this point, it's much ado about nothing. It's the perfect time for a tweet like this to come out, so we could talk for six minutes about it on an Arizona Cardinals Daily podcast.
0: I feel like Chandler Jones is uh, and I've covered him since he came over in the trade from the New England Patriots. and he's always holds himself with uh, utmost professionalism within the locker room. he's He's kind with the media. Totally. You know he, he, sometimes the media will go over to him and be like, oh, like we're doing like we have to do this. like he, just like any other player, you know, he wants some time to himself. but at the same time, like he's a very he's been professional with Cardinals. Helped him secure the bag in his last contract. He made a ton of money. They paid him handsomely. So you know, it, it, I, I don't think he's going to do anything, you know, crazy between now and the start of the season. And I'm just excited about the idea of JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, that pass rush, Marcus Golden mixed in there. You know, I think it's going to be it's going to be good for the Cardinals front seven. You know, we'll see what uh we'll see you know if that that doomsday scenario happens. You know, hopefully, there's not a couple, like a bunch of empty calorie sacks, and guys like Chandler Jones are still, you know, alluring to other teams come the trade deadline because they're getting sacks, but they're not making impact, slowing down opposing offenses.
1: Yeah. The empty calorie sack portion of this podcast is definitely Bob Brock. Alex Clancy, Bob Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, Low hanging fruit, but I'm going to take it. Coming up next, Cody Rourke from Locked On Broncos. Uh, you're done talking now. And mm-hmm. also from pro football network is going to join us next because list season is always fun. Pro football network is an emerging entity in the world of football. And I'm so happy that Cody has joined their full time and he's going to be able to lend some insight into what seems like a Cardinals friendly list when they seem to be fewer and far between by the day, Alex Clancy, ball Locked lockdown Cardinals, Cody work from lockdown Broncos and pro football network is going to join us immediately after I talk about BetOnline.ag. Suns, Bucks tonight. Giannis seems to be healthier, even though he doesn't have a jump shot. Um, Bo, go to betonline.ag, you specifically. You get all the Mm -hmm. latest news, odds, everything you need for Major League Baseball, NBA. The NHL wrapped up last night, one of the most boring Stanley Cups we've ever seen. Before the next pitch, jump ball, whatever. Go to betonline Mm -hmm. and just don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Go there through the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on. Again, go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on bet online, your online sports book experts. All right. Second segment locked on Cardinals. Very excited to get this dude on busy guy. uh, Cody Rourke from locked on Broncos. Uh, If Bo wants to bring him up any moment now, uh, he will join us. And Pro Football yep. Network is a great follow on Twitter. They're a great entity in sports that are emerging because Pro Football Focus is like, it's like, wait, is that the same thing? No, dummies, it's not. PFN, Pro Football Network. It, they actually use insight and intuition and not just numbers on a, a spreadsheet. Cody, first of all, thank you for joining me, us. And when when this list was being you know formulated, Are the Cardinals just an afterthought, even though they have top-heavy, star-studded nature on this team?
2: I don't know. I mean, it's really tough. And this was a dilemma that I had, because I think that when you look across various rosters around the NFL, you have all these different players that are really good, but then you look at other teams, they have players that are obviously really good, maybe even better. Um, That was a dilemma with several teams here. Now, I, I think when you get to the top 100, I think everybody freaks out every year, because the reality is 100 players, that's really not as much as there are on the NFL. There are so many damn players and so many damn good players that actually get left off of these lists. You know, I think a lot of the the formulation of this list specifically wasn't based on 2020. It's more so based on how they believe things are going to shape out for these players here in 2021. So when you look at where the Arizona Cardinals have players, obviously DeAndre Hopkins, it comes in at 20 uh, that goes to show that they believe that there's going to be an offensive explosion here this upcoming season, hopefully with Kyler Murray. I know you guys are hoping so, because you know, we don't want, we don't want to get into the conversation about the cards being on a cliff here in 2021, but uh, I do agree with you there. And then Chandler Jones, obviously coming back healthy, I think for his placement, despite the fact he missed last year with that injury, I think that's actually a better sign for him specifically with this defense maybe some of the additions that they had, obviously with Zayvon Collins, slow down, go 25 miles an hour to residential, my man. That's the only advice I can give you. But outside of that, I I think the Cardinals definitely have a lot of players on that roster. I think that probably could deserve a little bit more consideration.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. There are a lot of um, similarities between the two teams that we covered. Last time, both of these teams went to the postseason, same year. Broncos, they hoisted the Lombardi Trophy that year. And ever since, they've been uh, trying to get back into the playoffs. Was it five years running for both the Cardinals and the uh, the Broncos? I, I just kind of find it interesting because I would love to hear, obviously, outsiders' perspectives because Alex and I are talking about it each and every day, the Disrespect. Is it interesting to you, it's kind of a paradox because you see so many people high on Kyler Murray, high on DeAndre Hopkins, high on the pass rush, and then you see these projections of the Cardinals finishing dead last in their division.
2: I feel this is very similar because I had this conversation with uh, your boy Q and Chris Carter on Locked On NFL and and the conversation was really aimed around where the Broncos project to finish in the AFC West and a lot of that is projected last. So I think that when you look at the year-to-year changes that these teams make and they undergo, yes, obviously I think a lot of pressure this year on Kyler and Cliff uh, but more so I think with the defensive pieces that they have. Cornerback specifically was an issue last year for the Cardinals in terms of overall depth behind guys like Patrick Peterson who's obviously getting up There an age departed to go to Minnesota. Uh, I, I do think that the reality is is that you have to look at every year differently, and I think often at times most people when they construct lists, and I try to avoid this as much as I can. I don't always like to reference off of what the team did last year. I like to look at the moves that they made in the offseason. I like to say, okay, hey, they might have pushed the needle a little bit in this division. And I think that for what we saw with the Cardinals last year, there were some inconsistencies at times. But I tell you what, Kyler Murray was fun to watch. He was explosive. And the fact that he could contribute on the ground in the rushing attack in terms of getting touchdowns, obviously with his arm, he became that player and he took a little bit of a bigger rise than I thought he would. I think that he can do the same thing here this upcoming season with the Cardinals. But a lot of it, too, is not getting so caught up in those national media narratives. I'm guilty of this because I work for national media and I sometimes find myself sitting in these conversations and telling people we have to look at it this way, right? Because if we look at it based on numbers, statistics and what they did last year, it's subjective because it's not always going to be the same case. Players evolve, they grow, they either get better or they get worse. And the environments around them either get better or get worse. And that's something we have to t- really take a stronger look at in our analysis. And so uh, that's kind of how things formulated here with this conversation with, uh, with the top 100. But uh, I mean, I tell you what, the Cardinals, if from my perspective, gentlemen, I think that they are in a really good position. I think that they could compete to win the division this upcoming season. The moves that they've made this offseason seem to indicate we're going all in in 2021.
1: Cody Rourke locked on Broncos and part of pro football networks. Fantastic staff over there at Cody Rourke NFL on Twitter. Um, Cody, this is going to kind of put into perspective lists and the performance from the Cardinals. Bo and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, if you are say Sean McVay, who's arguably he's the best. Let's say he's the best coach in the NFC West, uh, even though Bo's favorite is Kyle Shanahan. We can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> say you're Sean McVay and you're looking at the four rosters in the NFC West. Which one's offense would you like to coach the most if you could choose? Like, which one do you think you could get the most out of? Because and why you think, you know, you have Russell Wilson and those and those wide receivers in Seattle. You have San Francisco and their running backs as wide receivers and whatever people think their offense is good. I, I don't know. And then you have your own with Matthew Stafford, who hasn't probably thrown an important pass in his life, except for that one playoff game and wide receivers who are undervalued, underrated, but maybe not at the tip top of any sort of list. And then you have the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and Adrian, whatever you can squeeze out of them. What rosters offense would you like to coach the most?
2: Well, that's tough. You know, it's always tough to pass up on, you know, some wide receivers like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Uh, But outside of that, I do think that there is some validity to the Arizona Cardinals. You know, you mentioned the Los Angeles Rams. I love Cooper Cup. I think he's a phenomenal guy to watch, phenomenal talent there. But I think that with that offense that McVay runs, I I just don't know if they're really strong-suited behind Cooper Cup. I mean, there's a lot of question marks. Who's going to step up? Obviously, they embrace that in the NFL draft in round two this year. Uh, You know, Seattle, we know who they are. We know they're going to offense. We know that Russell Wilson, as long as he's there, he's going to be making point. If the offensive line can't keep him upright, he's going to find ways to make plays. Uh, But outside of that, to me, I think the appeal, you look at San Francisco, Depot Samuel, he's such a fun player to watch, but can that unit stay healthy? We know Kittle is a fun tight end receiving threat to watch. Can he stay healthy? I look at guys like DeAndre Hopkins. If I never just need to throw the ball up, I know that Hopkins is gonna go up and get it. I, I he's reliable in that facet there. And then you you know add AJ Green who really last year in Cincinnati didn't appear as if he was trying too much. And I think that maybe it was just unhappiness with the environment. And then you also add in these sprinkles of other players as well like Andy Isabella who had some big moments last year for the Cardinals to me, I think when we talk about youth and potential, I think the Cardinals offense will probably be the funnest to coach up. Uh, but it's interesting when you look at the NFC West, you have these three young guys who are all really related in terms of their offensive philosophies and obviously some friendships off the field. And then you have Pete Carroll, who's old and you know he's at the back end of his career probably he's a head coach in the NFL. The division is changing and we're seeing these young offenses and they have these players. Will Matthew Stafford be that guy for McVay's offense? I'm not sure. There's a lot of talk, a lot of excitement about that. And and NFL circles, But the reality is, if I'm looking at offenses that could be the most explosive this year, considering the questions with San Francisco quarterback, who they decide to go with, I'm going to go with Arizona and Seattle.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And then also, you got to bring in maybe the uh, the continuity as far as the coaching staff. The Arizona Cardinals, surprisingly, have the most coming back. I mean, they've got Cliff so Kingsbury. Crazy. You've got Vance Joseph, who I know is a four-letter word. I, I wish they weren't.
1: <laughs> I, <Yeah>. I <laughs> wish it was a little different. Yeah, but,
0: you know, who knows what's going to happen up in Seattle and who knows what's going to happen as far as the D.C.s and San Francisco and and L.A. if those guys are going to kind of be able to keep up with where the last – two DCs were guys that got head coaching jobs, but we're talking to Cody Rourke, of course, the PFN pro football network, my preferred three letter acronym instead of the PFF who are just based <laughs> off full ratings. God forbid you watch the game and your eyes tell you something, but uh, who, who do you, in your opinion, Cody, who do you think as far as the Arizona Cardinals is criminally underrated and pro football network is doing them actually a service with your ranking?
2: You know, it's really tough to say. I mean, it would be cliche for me to say Chandler Jones, but based on the injury he sustained last year, it's hard to come back from one of those types of injuries. It really is because not only is it going to be a physical process in recovery, it's also about the mental process as well because when you have any kind of lower extremity injury, I know this from tearing my ACL twice, you're always second-guessing each step, each cut, each move that you make. And I don't know if he's going to be that. I mean, obviously, he's in the NFL. I'm not, right? So that's great. Um, when you look at the other things, too, I think that for the Arizona Cardinals – you have a, a bunch of different guys. Buddha Baker, he's actually a little bit on the list. He's a couple spots ahead of Justin Simmons for the Denver Broncos. Yep. And I, I think for Buddha, last year I was just really impressed to see him finally step into that role where he's making plays, uh, especially on the back end of that secondary. Now, the thing for me uh, with Buddha, you know, can he continue to do that? I think he absolutely can. Vance Joseph's system, though, is always intriguing to me because, you know, having watched him in Denver as a head coach and somebody who kind of took a little bit of control over the defense, he put the team in a lot of positions where they'd run a lot of cover zero, I think that maybe right now, I think Mm -hmm. Arizona, they might have the personnel to be able to do that effectively, but you don't want to be in that 99% of the time, which the Broncos, they were about 97.5% of Vance Joseph's time in Denver. They were in cover zero, cover one, and they didn't necessarily have the personnel to do that. So does that mean that Joseph has evolved as a coordinator? Potentially, I think when you have a guy like Buda Baker on the back end, if you can get Isaiah Simmons more involved this upcoming season, and obviously Zayvon Collins, a very impressive talent, especially as a first-round draft pick for the Arizona Cardinals, I think that they have all the potential. Then you add in J.J. Watt. I mean, we're not even talking – we didn't even talk about J.J. I don't feel like we really need to too much. You have Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, that right there. That's an impressive duo uh, in and of itself. So can the cornerback stay healthy? That's going to be a big thing. Obviously, uh, Greg Williams, former Broncos cornerback coach, now the cornerback coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously a good friend of mine. Loving hearing what he's saying about the young DBs. He believes that they have some talent there that can really step into the next th- threshold. And I'm, it's spacing my head, but who is the slot cover corner for the Cardinals? What's his name? Byron Murphy. Byron yes. Yeah. So he's he's being talked about a lot. Greg Williams is really hyping him up. So. Sweet. Uh, it's going to be a year maybe he gets the recognition he deserves.
1: Cody Rourke at Cody Rourke NFL. I know you got to go. This is live podcast. Do you have five minutes? Or if you got a jet, you got a jet.
2: Well, I got five minutes. Let's continue. Okay,
1: sweet. Because I want to talk about uh, <laughs> coconut bolt bars with you in just a moment. Oh, Alex Clancy Baldrock, Locked On Cardinals. We didn't plan this, but I want to do this with Cody. He knows Vance Joseph more than many media members. And I want to ask him if he's surprised about the blitz packages that Vance Joseph put together last year that made the pass rush improve after Chandler Jones was lost for the year. We'll talk about that next, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy Baldrock. But first, uh, there's one thing that I don't know about, and it's Cars. Anybody that. Uh, watches this podcast, listens, knows that Bo and I, we didn't get that gene. Uh, RockAuto.com makes it easy for us. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. I can do it in my basketball shorts. Go online. It's a family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. You need tail lamps? Cool. RockAuto.com's got you. You need paint? Sweet. Just search for paint, and RockAuto.com's got you. The prices are reliably low. You don't have to pay more because you're not a manufacturer. So if it's your daily driver, do it, uh, your weekend car, whatever, Rockauto.com's got you covered. Go to Rockauto.com, write "Locked On" in their "How did you hear about us?" box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Now, there's no built bar slander on this podcast. We talk about our favorite flavors in the Locked On NFL DM on Twitter. Cody and I are team No Coconut. Everybody else is team Coconut, including my oft wrong co-host Bo Brock. Bo, tell me. About Bilt Bar, please.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bilt Bar is the goat as far as the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's, it's basically the Patriots. It's just coconut wins all the time, but there are going to be, of course, haters like you and Cody. But if you don't like coconut, there's a flavor for you. Limited time flavors right now, you got the grasshopper cookie. It's basically like a mint cookie from the Girl Scouts, but it's in a protein bar. You get the uh, all the the nutritional you know boost from it, including 17 grams of muscle packing protein, only four grams of net carbs, four grams of fats, and only 130 to 180 calories. It's fantastic. Orange and strawberry are back for a limited time this summer. You gotta get in on the built bar hype train. This is not just us reading an ad. This is us talking from experience. I uh, I think I would. You're probably hard pressed to find a better breakfast than a cup of coffee in a built bar. That's, that's all I'll say. And you're, you're going to give yourself a little boost in the morning. Go to the website, built.com. It's built.com. You can use builtbar.com still, but it's built.com. Go there, use the promo code LOCK15, save 15% off your next order, built.com.
1: It's cleaner. It's like in the social network where they took away the, you know, where Justin Timberlake said, it's Facebook, it's just cleaner. No, you haven't watched that. Jesus. Oh. Uh, Alex, Lancy, Bo Brock locked on Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> I love getting better. Cody Rourke on um, at Cody Rourke, NFL pro football network and host of locked on Broncos. It's one of the most in tune, unverified Broncos uh, wow. guys that you can cover. I just one time, just one time I peppered it in. Yeah, of all the people to come on the show and he takes a dig like that oh, oh. of all the people that got verified for our locked on podcast network group the guy that is on with us it now deserves it the most talking right now. It's not, <laughs> it's not your day, Bo. What the hell are you doing? Okay. So Vance Joseph was the former head coach of the Denver Broncos. When he get came out over here, sorry,
0: let Cody get off on this question. Last yeah. question. Let him, let yeah. him, let yeah, him. This is, this is going to be, done. and then he's
1: got to go. Um, I know I'm watching the time. Okay. I get it. Okay. Um, Vance Joseph kind of flamed out in Denver for whatever reasons. We're not talking about that right now. He comes over to Phoenix and People are questioning, wow, he couldn't be a head coach. we you know, DC, we know he's good with DBs like he was, believe in Miami. Like he's he's a DB guy, We're bringing him in Patrick Peterson, drafted Byron Murphy, Buda Baker, get it. What he did with the blitz packages, just flummoxing opposing offensive coordinators, offensive lines, and quarterbacks last year after Chandler Jones goes down with Marcus Golden, he got a son Redick paid. Were you surprised by that? Or is this something that Van Joseph does that we just weren't akin to because we're not following Broncos football all the time in Arizona?
2: Well, you know, I, it's really difficult to say because Vance Joseph as a head coach and him as a coordinator, I believe, are, are two different people, completely different. And I feel like as a head coach, he had to really try to be this leader of men in a sense of leading a whole roster of 53 players when I think he works really good with just focusing on the defensive side of the ball because as head coach, you're going to have input on offense, defense, special teams. So the Broncos, we know, have struggled historically on the offensive side of the ball since Peyton Manning retired. Vance Joseph came in and that was the story that they dealt with as well well. The defense, they were very aggressive in nature, as you mentioned, blitz packages. Debra had a lot of good personnel in Vance Joseph's first couple of seasons as the Broncos head coach. However, the scheme was, we're going to blitz, 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 and we're not going to put our players that, you know, we're not going to play to the strengths of their players. I think that Vance Joseph has actually kind of switched to f- flip the switch there and has actually started to play to the strengths of the players and the personnel that he has in Arizona. You mentioned Chandler Jones going down with a bicep injury. That is a key thing there. I mean, that's a big loss because he is a dominant pass rusher and you can still be just as aggressive if not even more aggressive even after he's gone and you have the back end play on that secondary from the safety level the inside backers that was impressive to me so I think that he's in a better position right now and he might play himself into another head coaching job someday but um, I think that he's better suited as a coordinator but then again the NFL it's all about learning and growing and you know if it doesn't work the first time maybe you get another opportunity maybe it works out the next time but I think he's doing really good in Arizona.
0: Can I just slide this in real quick? How does how does he benefit from having a pair of athletic linebackers like Zavan Collins first round pick and Isaiah Simmons?
2: Well, you think about the blitz packages they incorporated last year, sometimes in the nickel blitzing from the slot, different twist stunt packages. Well, Now you have two inside backers that are athletic enough that they can cover backs out of the backfield. You can show a disguised blitz with one of those guys walking up to the A gap, step out last second before the ball is snapped, and you can really throw off a quarterback's read. They got athletic enough guys that he could get a deep enough drop from a step back from Zayvon Collins. He can jump those passing windows really quickly. I think it gives Vance Joseph more versatility to be able to probably disguise more coverages and that's going to bode well sp- specifically uh in the nfc west division where we're going to play these pass happy teams
1: it's exciting there is there are
2: very few
1: lists that are more sad than the quarterbacks that have thrown larry fitzgerald touchdown passes over his career the quarterbacks that vance joseph had in denver may trump that, that list so i think the fact that he has a quarterback that is competent that is yes. on the rise that actually is a good quarterback could help a defensive-minded guy actually implement game plans and stick to them instead of just having to burn them at halftime, which seemed to be a consistent thing for Vance Joseph when he was in Denver. Cody Rourke at Cody Rourke NFL. Pro Football Network as well. Dude, thank you so much. Um, he's one of the better followers on Twitter. Follow him. He talks all sports, not just Broncos, all NFL. Uh, check him out at Cody Rourke NFL. Dude, thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate it. you guys. It. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. It's It's so fun having you know, this locked on family that we can just pick brains. I just messaged him this morning. I'm like, hey, bro, no. we need 15 minutes. We want to talk about the list. No problem. And he waited. He, he stayed an extra 10 minutes after his hard out that he told me. So did, really did appreciate his talk, time.
0: Him talking about Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, doesn't that get you pumped?
1: I Yeah, I just, we've been bitten. So like no. his linebackers and edge rushers he's had in Denver and corners, like their defense, by all accounts, has been excellent. Ever since Peyton Manning got there. Yeah. You know, Akeem Tlaib to- and, and TJ, uh, TJ Ward, they were just pluck guys, pluck the best defensive player from other teams.
0: I was trying to think of the quarterbacks post Peyton Manning. It was Trevor Simeon first, right? Uh, Brock Osweiler. No, Brock Osweiler. Oh, did he go to Houston? He signed Houston? that deal immediately. Yeah. He was supposed to be the successor. And then he gets 70 plus million dollars from the Houston Texans. They go Trevor Simeon. I know they had Paxton Lynch in the mix. There was a third guy in that. Was Kyle
1: Orton before him or after Peyton? Yeah, that was before Peyton, right?
0: Yeah, that was was like Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler, then Tim Tebow. It it is. I mean, once if you get outside of the studs in that organization, like you get away from Elway, you get away from Peyton Manning. It's uh, and and Jay Cutler maybe mixed in there. Yeah, it's been it's been rough at that position. It's been really rough. And then you have, uh, I mean, this year. You've got, uh, you know, who knows about Drew Locke? The guy's never strung together back-to-back good games in his career, but he's got he's got arm talent. And then uh, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Who knows if they're going to make the play for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Hey, real quick before we get out of here, did you yeah. hear, did you see the uh, Larry Fitzgerald comment? I must have missed it on the match where they were they were just asking him if he would play for the Browns, and he's like, "Man, I couldn't crack the top seven wide receiver Cleveland.
1: <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, he knows where he's at. Yeah, he knows where he's at. It's interesting. Um, let's just take a moment here after Cody left us to just remember, ground ourselves and remember. Very lucky that Kyler Murray is the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. we, we, we just overlook it all the time because it's, it's like what we did with Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones forever. Let's see yeah. what everybody else can do because those two guys are going to do their job. You know, with Kyler, regardless of where he ranks on a list, regardless of where he ends up in fantasy rankings, the dude is a top half of the elite quarterback, at least. And there are thirty, there are fifteen or sixteen other teams, if not more, that wish they had Kyler Murray as their quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at what that, that the franchise that Cody covers. It's got to be so frustrating. It's just <laughs> like you've built your roster every which way. And the only thing that you've been lacking the last couple of years, the quarterback position, and it's not like they haven't been available. I mean, look at this past off season. It's been a quarterback carousel and they didn't get in on anything beyond Teddy Bridgewater. It's gotta be frustrating.
1: Uh, yep. Alex, Nancy, Barbuck locked on Cardinals We're going a little bit long. Thanks to everybody who watches, listens, follow us, subscribe on YouTube. Our YouTube subscribers are jumping up. Um, a lot of exciting stuff continuing throughout this summer. And, um, Hope you stick around for it. Alex Lancy Bellbrook locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.